0: Chapter Seventeen of Vanished Arizona. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ashley Jane. Vanished Arizona: Recollections of the Army Life of a New England Woman by Martha Summerhays. Chapter Seventeen: The Colorado Desert. Some serpents slid from out the grass that grew in tufts by shattered stone, then hid below some broken mass of ruins older than the east that time had eaten as a bone is eaten by some savage beast. Great dull-eyed rattlesnakes, they lay all loathsome yellow-skinned and slept coiled tight as pine-knots in the sun, with flat heads through the center run, then struck out sharp, then rattling crept flat-bellied down the dusty way wakwin miller at the end of a week we started forth for erinburg our was now sent back to camp Upperchee, and the bailies remained at fort whipple so our outfit consisted of one ambulance and one army wagon one or two soldiers went along to help with the teams and the camp we traveled two days over a semi-civilized country and found quite comfortable ranches where we spent the nights the great luxury was fresh milk, and we enjoyed that at the ranches in Skull Valley. They kept American cows and supplied Whipple Barracks with milk and butter. We drank and drank and drank again and carried a jugful to our bedside. The third day brought us to Cullen's ranch at the edge of the desert. Mrs. Cullen was a Mexican woman and had a little boy named Daniel she cooked us a delicious supper of stewed chicken and fried eggs and good bread and then she put our boy to bed in daniel's crib i felt so grateful to her and with a return of physical comfort i began to think that life after all might be worth the living hopefully and cheerfully the next morning we entered the vast colorado desert this was verily the desert more like the desert which our imagination pictures than the one we crossed in september from It seemed so white, so bare, so endless, and so still. Irreclaimable, eternal, like death itself. The stillness was appalling. We saw great numbers of lizards darting about like lightning. They were nearly as white as the sand itself, and sat up on their hind legs, and looked at us with their pretty, beady, black eyes. It seems very far off from everywhere and everybody, this desert, But I knew there was a camp somewhere awaiting us, and our mules trotted patiently on. Towards noon they began to raise their heads and sniff the air. They knew that water was near. They quickened their pace, and we soon drew up before a large wooden structure. There were no trees nor grass around it. A Mexican worked the machinery with the aid of a mule, and water was bought for our twelve animals at so much per head. The place was called Mesquite Wells. The man dwelt alone in his desolation with no living being except his mule for company. How could he endure it? I was not able, even faintly, to comprehend it. I had not lived long enough. He occupied a small hut, and there he stayed year in and year out, selling water to the passing traveller, and I fancy that travellers were not so frequent at Mesquite Wells a quarter of a century ago. thought of that hermit and his dreary surroundings filled my mind for a long time after we drove away and it was only when we halted and a soldier got down to kill a great rattlesnake near the ambulance that my thoughts were diverted the man brought the rattles to us and the new toy served to amuse my little son at night we arrived at Desert Station there was a good ranch there kept by Hunt and Dudley Englishmen, I believe I did not see them but I wondered who they were and why they stayed in such a place they were absent at the time Perhaps they had minds or something of the sort to look after. One is always imagining things about people who live in such extraordinary places. At all events, whatever Mrs. Hunt and Dudley were doing down there, their ranch was clean and attractive, which was more than could be said of the place where we stopped the next night, a place called Tyson's Wells. We slept in our tent that night, for of all places on the earth a poorly kept ranch in Arizona is the most melancholy and uninviting. It reeks of everything unclean, morally and physically owen wister has described such a place in his delightful story where the young tenderfoot dances for the amusements of the old habitues one more day's travel across the desert brought us to our el dorado End of chapter 17 recording by ashley jane